You are listening to Natural Born Alchemist. Welcome to episode number 273 of the National Born Alchemist podcast. My name is Alex and I'll be your host. In this episode, my guest is Hernan Vilges. Hernan is the director and producer of the documentary Vecholes, The Last Peyote Guardians. Uh, the film is an urgent story about the Wirarica people, one of the last living pre-Hispanic cultures in Latin America. And it's about their struggle with the Mexican government and with transnational mining companies in order to preserve Wirikuta, which is their most sacred territory and the land where the peyote grows. And the peyote is the traditional medicine that keeps the knowledge of this iconic culture of Mexico alive. So thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. So can you tell the listeners a bit about who you are and what you do? Yes, okay. Uh, I am Hernan Vilches. Uh, I'm a filmmaker, Argentinian, half Argentinian and Spanish filmmaker. I live in Argentina. And I'm director and producer of a film called Huicholes, The Last Pay of the Guardians. Well, in this film, you uh, spend time with, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, the Wixarica people. How did you come in contact with them? Yeah, it's called the Wirarica, Wirarica people, Wirarica pe- people. Uh, I've contacted, I contacted them um, in the, um, I was working for a Sherman TV show where I had to produce indigenous peoples from around the world, we've always always been interested with my, my partner in that moment and actually and today also called Bani Silva. We were always researching indigenous peoples around the world because it's, we are very interested in the, in, in, in the cultures, in the old cultures that are still alive in the, in the, in the planet. And the Wicholes were, or Wirradica, Wirraditari uh, in plural, they were always a kind of a very mysterious people for us. So in the moment we were working with this TV show from Germany, we suggested them to go and visit them. And so, okay, they acceded and we went there and we got the first contact through a friend. And there I met Juan Jose eh, Ramirez Garcia or Catira. That is his or his name, one of his five names in Wirradica. That is the, one of the protagonists of this movie. And we wanted to make this show for German TV, but he was insisting in in uh, doing something related with the problem they had in Birikuta and the sacred land where the peyote grows, this cactus, sacred medicine for them, hikuri in their language. Uh, it was this area where the, the peyote was growing in, in, in the desert and of uh, San Luis Potosí in a place near a place called Real de Catorce. It was in a conflict because of a mining uh, exploitation that was about to be started there, exploration and exploitation. 
granted, the concessions were granted by the government, and many uh, companies wanted to exploit gold, silver, and other minerals, rich minerals in the area where the peyote grows. So these indigenous people were very worried about it. So they wanted to tell this story to the world and we got to be there in that moment. And this was in 2010. And when we were asking permission to the authorities, because you always, when you film in a indigenous community, you have to ask permission to the authorities you don't just film with a family and no, no, you have to ask, you know, the rulers, they respect that. And when we, we went there with uh, Katira, our friend, uh, we asked the new governor, just that day was the new governor, assuming each year they change governor, traditional governor, okay, indigenous governor. And uh, he was asking the, the wise men, the, the old, the ancianos, the old people, council and they were talking in their language in a very tough way to me because I, I made my question can I make this show for TV television, German TV, television and they were answering very tough in their language I couldn't understand a word and then when I asked the governor to translate me he was saying yes you can do that but they put a, a condition that you also make a movie telling the world about our struggle to defend Birikuta, our sacred land where the peyote grows. And there's how this movie was launched somehow, you know, that was the beginning. If you look at indigenous cultures in uh, Northern Europe, in North America, and also in the Amazon, as well as in, in Africa, I, I don't know about Asia, but I'm sure it's similar there. But they all have a problem with mining companies. Yes. Yeah, I would be like, not just put the accent in mining companies, but we can say that we have a, a term in Spanish. It's called extractivism. I, I don't know if in English has any sense. Yeah, you could say uh, extraction industry, uh, you could say. Well, extraction industry, yes, extraction industries. Uh, we call it extractivismo in Spanish. And uh, mining is part of it, oil, oil and gas industries, uh, but also transgenics, o o OGMs, sorry, OGM, OGMs, uh, monocultive, and uh, I don't know, hydropower, big dams, all what... Um, let's say all what affects nature in a definitive way by extraction or or, or pollution or over uh, uh, how do you say uh, sobre over sorry i forgot the word now uh, uh, over work of it this makes the 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 earth the planet and what is all the equilibrium destroyed and normally Indigenous peoples around the world live in the last places where these resources that destructive is, the, the destructive industries are eager to get for their, to get their incomes. So this is normal. They have a lot of struggles always related with some of these industries. Mining is very, is very, it invades a lot the, the land, the territory. It's very destructive the result of mining that's 
that's why. And when there are minerals around and rich minerals like gold, silver, and other ones, normally there are places that are worship, places of worship for indigenous peoples because of the energetical uh, combination that makes these these places so special for them. Well, what I liked about the film is that it's very mainstream now, actually, to have an ayahuasca documentary. And I was interested in seeing something different. uh, And peyote is not something talked about that much uh, these days. So it was interesting to, to see about that. But is the Wirarika people the only indigenous group working with peyote in Mexico or are there others? No, there are other, there are others, yes, and also in the in the U.S. and there are other others, be the Yaquis, um, the Lakotas in the U.S. are also using peyote, um, and there may be more the Mexicaneros. There are others, and uh, but the Wiradica, they believe only ones they declare actually that they are the only ones that still follow the way the path of the ancestors in how to take care of peyote and how to use the medicine hikuri as a connection with the other world with the world of the deities of their deities the ancestors and they actually there i was i was uh, walking with them and um, we were we were sharing this very complex system of uh, procedures and and ceremonial um, world that is really really complicated and has a lot of details and there are many symbols that are being used and and it's really uh, amazing it's like a, it's like science you could really see it as science, and the other, the other peoples are not following these ways today, and they are aware of that. That they are like monks. These people, this community, they are like around between twenty-five thousand that speak the language and forty thousand, but twenty-five are declared speaking the language. It's very, that's very important that they speak the language. Um, these people are all every year making a pilgrimage. All of them make a pilgrimage at least once in, in, in their lifetime, but normally they have to do it five times, like normal people, okay? And that's what you can see in this movie, how all the, the whole family goes there. It's not just selected shamans. No, no, it's the whole family are going there to make the pilgrimage. And it's very tough work they have to do. And if they don't do that, they are not part of the community. It's, part, it's like a duty they have to do to keep alive the energies of the universe, as they say. Like the universe means, you know, always indigenous peoples, the universe is their land, their territory. They are keeping alive the energy, the flow of the energy in their territory and the life, the the, 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 the will of life. Okay, they're part of that. They have to keep that. Is uh, a peyote ceremony in their tradition, is it similar to like, for instance, a traditional ayahuasca ceremony where... They, you have somebody singing to you, and and uh, you sit in a uh, you sit with a shaman like that, or or is it different? Mm, well, um, it's not. I, I can say I was in, a, in many different ceremonies, also in ayahuasca, 
to uh, with indigenous peoples also, and in other ceremonies without any plant also. And most of the ceremonies share music, share singing. Some of them, most of them also share dancing. And that, that is a difference between peyote and ayahuasca ceremony. Because normally in ayahuasca ceremonies, you are sitting down, you're singing to keep the, the vibration high. And, and then, then you lay down and you start to dream and enter this other world. With peyote, you are dancing the whole night. It's a ceremony of singing, but mostly of dancing. Normally there's one singer and that plays music, a, a magic violin. And a, and a small guitar made of kind of uh, wood, not not traditional violin, okay, and has a very com very strange uh, tuning. This violin that makes you immediately connect with the other world, the other vibrational world that you get in with peyote, and uh, yeah, uh, dancing makes it all very. You keep you keep the energy like bouncing in all your body, and you are are there, very present, and also fire. The fire is is a basic like the, the, the focus of the of the ceremony. If there's no fire, there's no no ceremony with peyote. That's very important. It's in the middle always. And when after dancing, you know, there's there's a lot of crying also and cathartic moments, and you sing. It's amazing. It's very nice. But, you know, it has to be done with the specific guides. It's not that you take peyote and you get your... If you take peyote alone, it's not the same and it can be dangerous. It's nothing you I, I, I would recommend at all. I've never done a, a traditional peyote ceremony or peyote at all, but I have tried ayahuasca. And my experience with ayahuasca is I would have a real problem dancing or standing up. Uh, I don't know. Is peyote like different? How it uh, how the effect is like? You can be more uh, physical with it. Uh, totally, totally physical. Uh, when you when you you climb the hill in the ceremony, you also take the peyote and and gives you strength. In that kind, is similar to Washuma. Washuma is other other cactus from South America. It's called San Pedro, and um, in this this kind of uh, cactus, and you know, you need to work. You need to work yourself to get to the place. You know, you need to find the cactus. You need to sleep outside in the in the desert. Then you have to climb the mountain and get to the altar. Uh, but the point of all all of this is something I want to to really be be careful about it because you know, for us, for Urban people, you know, non-indigenous urban people, every everything, every, um, all these stories sound amazing and beautiful, and wow, I want to try it. And at the same time that I was making this movie, we always knew that this was a kind of eh, a little bit in the limit because we were making like promotion of this plant, and this plant is endemic from mostly from this desert that I told you, and a little bit in, 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 in North America, in Texas, especially some parts of Arizona, but I think mostly in Texas. And, but it's, it's being like um, extract, extracted also, you know, uh, it's endangered. This, this, this plant, this sacred 
medicine is endangered because many people just want to get the high and don't understand that it's a basic connector for these indigenous people, the Wirradika, to make the wheel of life keep uh, rolling. And we need that to go on. And we have to respect what these peoples make because we don't really understand. I, I was with, with them a couple of times, made a movie with them. I got some initiation with them, but still I'm trying to understand the whole sense of what they are doing, okay? So it's very important to respect the use and the and the sus sustainable use of this plant. This is can't be depredated, you know, like other ayahuasca grows very fast. You can plant it and grows. Peyote is not so easy, you know. It's not so easy. It sounds like iboga, which is also a very difficult plant and also endangered. Uh, that uh, comes from it comes from Africa, Gabon. Uh, but for the people in uh, the indigenous people in in Mexico, is uh, peyote legal for them, or is it legal for anybody in Mexico? Mm, actually, that's a delicate point. Uh, it's not legal. The the for the huicholes is part of the is respected because there's a kind of Mm, biocultural protection is a is a biocultural reserve. They've been recognized, and there's in there in the constitution they have their rights in 1994. Imagine this, just in 1994, they were recognized the rights of indigenous peoples in our continent, in in the whole continent. I don't know in the U.S., but uh, in from Mexico, in Argentina, it was the same. Before that, they didn't have any right. They just had to go, like, you know, hidden, undercover. People knew they were doing something really important. They were taking this peyote, people from the place, you know. It's, it's a semi-desertic area, so there's not many people there. And uh, some hippies who were going in the 60s, Carlos Castaneda, you know, Carlos Castaneda and Don Juan were was talking about this peyote thing. And so many people were looking for, for this plant, from the in, in the in late 60s but before nobody really knew what they were doing now the government is aware and they let them um, take the peyote not anybody the rest of the people is not allowed and uh, anyway there's this sometimes they have some problems because don't don't forget that mexico has some problems with outlaws there are some mafias around And sometimes they make problem to them. They make problem to them. Sometimes the policemen make problems to them. You know, now it's getting more like they're getting more respect. Maybe our film helped a little bit, but also the, the what our my our film shows uh, because you know it shows that, that a lot of people from the not indigenous people from Mexico they were really supportive in them in their fight to to save Bericuta, this 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 sacred place okay so this gave them a lot of support from the government and now they they, they realize they have a treasure you know the tre like they say in the movie the, the the culture is the treasure of mexico so they are taking more or less care of what's going on with them but now with the pandemics With the pandemic, everything changed <laughs> again. <laughs> all right, it's not easy for them. I tell you, it's not easy at all for them to keep to stay in their place. 
it's a long story, my friend. Uh, what happens to indigenous people? Sometimes they're the they true, the ones that keep the knowledge alive, the, sac the, the sacred knowledges and the secrets alive, like them. They are one of the ones in the world that they have contact with with non-indigenous peoples, but they still keep the true, true original tradition alive. Not many. There are not many, and they are most of the time they are forced. To, to to distant places, you know, places that are not it's not easy to live in. They're living in the Sierra Madre, up up the hills, rocky places. Water is a problem. To to grow their crops there is a problem. They are not let the like before to to be a more nomadic life like they did before with their, their pilgrimages and everything's with with um, how do you say this? Divided. The land is divided, so you can. You can't go across the, the fields like before. You have to take a bus. You need money to to, to pay the bus, uh, the, the gasoline for the bus, and they have to make their pilgrimages. You know, not only for to Birikuta, they have four sacred places that they make. There's a, if you watch the movie, you can understand a little bit of the cosmovision. You know, they are like four sacred places, and they live in the middle. The fifth, the the five is a sacred number for them. All is connected with the five. That's something very important for them. And I assume, as in the rest of the world, they have less human rights in Mexico than Mexicans? Well, it's difficult to talk about Mexico. I'm Argentinian, not from Mexico. I wouldn't dare to to describe, you know, it's a pity. Well, our producer, Paola Stefania, I want to send a big hug for, for her. Also, she's part of this production and very important she could ask some of these questions very good but well it used to happen that it used to to be that everywhere in, in our continent continent i'm from argentina as i told you uh, indigenous people peoples the original inhabitants of these places these lands these territories they were the least the last of the file always you know they were you know it was Savage invasion! What happened here? 500 years. It started 500 years. Five uh, hundred years ago. Yes, five centuries ago with the colonization. And this this process is still going on. It's still ongoing because of how they they used to, you know, take advantage of their ignorance between uh, like not real ignorance, but they they were not aware of our laws or our language sometimes. So. But now this is changing. You know, the, the 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 new generations of indigenous peoples are learning, are learning law, human rights, how to manage with the how they they, they say tewaris. The non-indigenous for them are tewaris, and they are they they know more and more how to deal with us with tewaris, so they can make their stand for their rights in a better way, and they. They are, they are succeeding sometimes. And what happened with what you can watch in the movie is exactly a, a success, not total. But till now, till we made the movie and uh, until now, the mining companies couldn't advance in their intention of ex exploding the, the place, you know, and, and taking the, the minerals and destroying the area. They couldn't. It was, they were stopped. But This, they, they have time and they can always um, strike back and we have to be aware. Uh, it, that's the interesting thing about our movies that keeps the, 
the struggle al alive in the minds and the consciousness of not only Mexican peoples, and, but uh, from every, every, everyone that is interested in keeping these traditions and this magic alive in the world. It's important to, to know about this. But if somebody watches uh, this film and they feel like they want to support uh, uh, these people, uh, how could they do that? Is there any way to do that? Well, you know, when you watch, the thing is like this. There, there are two main aspects I want to tell you about it because it's very delicate also. Um, when you watch the movie, you usually have to rent it in Vimeo. Okay, on demand. This means you have to put some money there. And people say, hey, you tell a story, but you get some money. Well, okay, we have we invested our energy and our time to do it. But also, we are always helping and, and working together with the family still. And we also have a, a like a kind of deal with the authorities that we, we will only use this movie to support the fight and the struggle to keep Birikuta alive. At the same time, um, you can express your will of donate to the communities. This is something now, for example. Uh, there's a lot of things that we can do for the communities to keep keep them from working in places where they can get COVID. That is something very complicated for them to manage, okay? It's not the first time there's a pandemic. And uh, so we are... We are trying to organize some kind of fundraising for them. I won't pr promote this now because it's something we still haven't. It's not easy to make fundra uh, fundraising for them. But what I can tell you is that we are all, always trying to help from our small pr production companies. We don't have even a company. We are a group of producers, let's say, independent, that we are always giving some part of this money that we get to the families and, and that work together in the movie. There's a, a very big family in the area of San Andres Cuamiata. That is one community, okay? There are four big communities there. We can't help them all. If somebody wants to support the, these people, at least it's good to be aware that they are there, there, that we have to respect peyote and hikuri as a, tra as a tra traditional medicine, and that the place called Viricuta, Real de Catorce in San Luis Potosí, is not to be sold, is to be loved and respected. And if the mining companies, companies wants, want to attack again with their plans to make their profit, destroying energetical and sacred places like this, we have to be aware and we have to answer back with campaigns, and with promotion and, you know, with every tool, peaceful tool that we have to keep this place untouched for new generations. And and it's not uh, very expensive at all to, to rent it. I, I thought it was very cheap, actually. So nobody can say, in the West at least, that they cannot afford it. No, no, no. no. It's, it's, cheap is not a nice word to use, but let's say it's not, it's not expensive. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not expensive because we want everybody to, to be available to watch it. I also want to uh, uh, underline this for Latin America, because people here... You know, it's different reality than in the north or in, in you know, in Europe. It's very different reality. Some people don't really have money, don't even have a way to pay it. So we made it free, free 
open for Latin American countries. And we ask in a very humble way for people from abroad, out Latin American countries. I lived 10 years in Europe. I know how life is there. I'm, I'm half Spanish also. And it's very different. And so we say, okay, you are supporting, as I told you, as you're supporting our work, independent work like this, that this was financed by nobody. We did it with our, you know, savings. And, um, and we are always working in new researches and new pro productions that is not easy to put out and this help us to to make this independent work you know take a lot of you know hours sometimes many days a, a year researching and contacting our indigenous friends around the world and you know we are always developing new new productions and new researches and so every every help is very welcome and very thanked by our team. Yeah, I thought because it's uh, watching this film and paying for it, it's going for a good cause and it's uh, an important film. And I mean, just if you compare it to the Hollywood blockbusters that make millions of dollars, they are three times more expensive to buy. So that's what I mean, I think. It's uh, everybody could afford to watch something real for a change. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. You have to make an equilibrium when you make these kind of movies because this actually this movie, um, you know, it can sound like a selling. <laughs> uh, uh, how do you say? A slogan, you know. But we did. We were not worried. In or, or we are not thinking of how much money we would get of it. Uh, in the beginning, we lost money until we, re we recovered it from our, actually by our, we toured the world with the movie, not the whole world, but North America, we were in the US and Canada, in, in the, I don't remember how many, 41, many cities of, 41 cities of Europe. It was huge what we did, totally independent, grassroots um, screenings, and it was very nice universities this helped that helped us to recover what we invested in the movie that for us was a lot but that was not the objective you know the objective was to really de deliver a message because we believed these indigenous peoples when you when you see these old wise wiradica uh, people looking at it in your looking in in your eye and and telling you go tell your story for me It was like, like wow! Like, <laughs> I have to do it, man. <laughs> I don't know how, but I have to do it. This is important. I don't, I don't really know why it is so important, but I feel it. And you know, after that, this gave me many opportunities uh, to to go ahead in my in my work as a filmmaker, as a human being, also. And I've learned a lot in all these years. These years, you know, we and I, I also want to say that if young filmmakers, not only the people go watch my movies, not only that is. Because it's not only my movies, movie of the people that are behind all this project, but any filmmaker that wants feel that have to tell some story that is important for this moment of the planet, we need everybody to be aware and in action, and 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 you know feel the the, the floor, the the, the earth in, um, the, below the feet, and say okay, and the sky, uh, and the top of of the head and above the head. And feel this connection and say we have to do something because every one of us is needed. Is needed. You know? 
Great. And if people want to watch uh, this film, where can they do that? Well, as I told you, the, the, the film is called Huicholes, The Last Peyote Guardians. You put this and it will appear <laughs> in Google. Huicholes, that, there, then you have a, a website called huicholesfilm.com, I guess. Huicholesfilm, altogether. And also in Vimeo On Demand, this is the place where you, you rent the film. Vimeo On Demand, Vimeo, you put Wicholes and it will appear, you know. You have, you can watch, you know, put in Google Wicholes Peyote Guardians and you will find our website, our Facebook and all the social media and the Vimeo On Demand page where you can watch it. You can watch it from our uh, website also. And if you live in Latin America, you can watch it for free. Es gratis para el latinoamericano porque entendemos cómo es la necesidad a veces en estas tierras. Okay? Well, great. It was great talking to you and uh, uh, I will be sure to promote uh, the film further. Thank you very much, Alex, and go ahead with your nice work. And It's very nice to share all these views, experiences uh, with you. You're making a great work also with your podcasts. Go to huicholesfilm.com to watch the film and you can rent it for a couple of bucks and it's spelled H-Y-I-C-H-O-L-E-S film.com and I'll post a link in the program notes and on nationalalchemist.com so you can easily find it by clicking on the link. And on the day this episode airs, the whole world celebrates Indigenous Peoples Day, which is October 12th. And why not celebrate this event by watching an important and interesting film? If you are going to spend money on something, why not spend it on this? Uh, If you don't have a couple of bucks to spare, you can always get some friends together and share the cost. There is no excuse. And I really, if you are interested in indigenous cultures and in psychedelics, in psychedelic medicine, there is no reason why you should not watch The Last Peyote Guardians. Now, on the same day, we celebrate First People all over the world with the Indigenous Peoples Day. We also celebrate Columbus Day, and I find that pretty ironic, considering the genocide that Christopher Columbus was a part of, and the extraction culture that he created, indirectly or directly. And uh, sometimes, for those who don't know what Columbus did, sometimes knowledge is best heard through song. So here is Columbus Song 1492 by an unknown artist. Freedom is in the mind. In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. It was a courageous thing to do, but someone was already here. In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. It was a courageous thing to do, but someone was already here. The Inuit and Cherokee, the Aztec and Menominee, Onondaga and the Cree. Columbus sailed across the sea, but someone was already here. Westward bound, but he didn't find what he thought he found. Cause someone was already here. 